Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. A couple days ago in his devotion about Cain and Abel, Steve Kramer talked about the cycle of sin and judgment and grace that we see over and over throughout Scripture, which kind of gives us a picture of the image or the heart of God. We're going to see a little bit of that again today in Genesis 6, 9 through 14. This is our second day of the flood narrative. Here's what God's Word says. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God. And Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence, and God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and out with pitch. So here's the situation. We've got God looking down on the creation that he had made, and it's just gotten really bad. Corruption has infiltrated everything. There's abject wickedness everywhere you look. I mean, really, really bad, evil stuff going on. People rejecting God, not living the way that they were originally designed to live. And God says, enough of it. And by the way, even though it might be a little bit abrasive to our modern sensitivities, God is totally within his own right to fiercely punish wickedness. He's a holy God. He's blameless and righteous. And righteousness and holiness can have no commingling with depravity and sin and wickedness and corruption. Talking about God here. He can do what he wants and he can't stand sin. God is a loving God. God is a gracious God. God is also a God of wrath when it comes to sin. It's exactly why Jesus had to go to the cross. So God is going to wipe out humanity because of their wickedness. So you've got sin, you've got God's judgment, which is going to come in the form of this terrific flood. But even in the midst of this judgment, We're going to see God, you see just a glimpse of it when he tells Noah to build yourself an ark, put pitch on the inside and out. I'm going to pluck you out, Noah. I'm going to set you and your wife, your three sons and their wives aside with representatives of the entire animal kingdom. And I'm going to spare you from this destruction. You don't deserve it, but I'm going to spare you so that humanity can go forth So here we've got sin, and we've got judgment, and then we've got God's grace. Our God is such a gracious God. Verse 9 says that Noah was a righteous man. He was blameless in his generation. He walked with God. Yes, Noah stood out against all the corruption that was in the world that he lived in. But Noah was still stained by sin. Noah wasn't perfect. It says he was blameless. It means that he was upright. He was characterologically sound. He feared God. He did what was right relative to everybody else who was doing really, really bad stuff. But Noah was still a sinner. You could argue that Noah, because of his sin, still deserved the same 
punishment that everyone else did. But here God is going to display his grace by plucking Noah out of this, putting him on a boat, allowing him to spare this entire thing so that his life and so humanity could go forward. We serve such a gracious God, and you know what? He does the same thing to us. That's why we said yesterday that Noah is a type of Christ. All the way back in Genesis 6, we see Jesus Christ. We see the gospel starting to be played out. Sin, judgment, grace. You and I are depraved beyond belief. The description we talked about yesterday about the intentions of our hearts being only evil all the time, that's true of us the way that it was the wicked people in Noah's day. We deserve nothing less than uh, punishment, physical and spiritual death, eternal separation from God. But God, in his love for us, designed a way that his wrath could be satisfied, designed a way that he could justly deal with sin, and that was for him to provide his son, Jesus Christ, to come and live perfectly on this earth. You want to talk about righteous and blameless in his generation? Jesus Christ was righteous and blameless, 100% flawless, sinless, never sinned in his life. Lived a perfect life, completely met God's perfect standard, died on the cross, paying a penalty that he didn't deserve to pay, rising again the third day to defeat sin, death, the power of Satan forever, so that anyone who puts their faith and trust in Jesus Christ could have the perfection that he lived attributed to them. They could be clothed with the righteousness of Christ that we talked about in Genesis 3 and stand blamelessly before God, their sin having been punished, their righteousness having been purchased. And we see a glimpse of that back here with Noah in Genesis 6. What a tremendous story. Lord, help us to build our lives around this story. Help us to be motivated, inspired, to see that there's nothing else that even comes close to being as important as the message of your grace through Christ, the grace that we see a glimpse of here with Noah in the ark amidst sin and just judgment. Lord, will you renew us day by day? Help us to live in a way that represents your grace well so others will be attracted to receive it. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, 
and may God richly bless you.